Today, I'd like to talk about time and give some thought and lessons on time. Time is something that is moving all the time. Every second of time used is one second less of time we don't have in our lives. Now that may sound and feel a little bit negative and I don't want to put negative elements on time but I want to put time into our thoughts so that we can all get the best with the time we have. Okay, when did I first start thinking about time? I guess I started thinking about time when I sort of got to my 40s. That was the time in life when time suddenly became more important to me. I think when we are young, time seems to go very slowly. A few days is a long time when you're waiting for something or looking forward to something. You think of time a few days, like it's my birthday in a few days' time, or it's Christmas, or it's a celebration in a few days' time. It drags. It's a long time to wait for something to happen. And if you ask someone who's young, in their teens, that they'll have these qualifications in two years' time if they work hard, to them it seems a long time away. It's an awful long time before they reach the point of the exam. They've got plenty of time. Time drags. And this tends to be the case in your 20s and in your 30s as well. I can remember my mother telling me about time in my 30s and saying, you know, use your time well. And my father as well, actually. Use your time well, he would say. And I would think, well, <clears throat> I've got too much time. It takes too long for things to happen. I, I would be very <clears throat> sceptical about statements like that. I'd be impatient. I'd want things to happen quicker. I wouldn't value time like I do today. Time has key messages at certain points in all of our lives. Um, as we get older, particularly, time suddenly becomes more important. I guess the first lesson I had with time Although I didn't learn the f appreciate the full lessons of it until much later, I think about it now with much more appreciation. And this was probably when I was in my mid-twenties, the first lesson I had on time. I was a young manager who just arrived in South Africa. And the company I was working for, a large corporation, had their offices in a multi-storey building in downtown Johannesburg. And I spent the first couple of weeks of my time in South Africa as a new expat that just landed in the country. I spent the first two weeks 
induct, in induction in, in the office in Johannesburg. And I remember vividly on one particular day, someone was about, someone was about to retire. It was the, it was the guy, the person who, who brought the tea trolley round on all the floors through all the offices and he would serve tea or coffee to all the people working in all the offices. And that was his job. And it had been his job for, for a very long time. Anyway, he was retiring. And the MD of the company had announced that there would be a, a presentation and a small farewell party to to him in in the staff canteen at the end of that particular day, working day. And of course, being there, I, I, I attended. So the room was full of people. There must have been a hundred people packed into this into this canteen, quite large canteen. And um, the guy's name was Jacob. And he stood there, smartly dressed. I could see he was old. Well, older than I was, obviously, because I was in my mid-twenties. He was probably younger than I am now, but he looked like he was in his seventies. Probably not, probably a little bit older than I am now, actually. And the MD of the company was talking about Jacob and his life in the company when he joined as a young man. And the job he did then was the same job as what he does, does now. And then he was like the junior assistant. And now he was the main guy who brought the refreshments, the tea, the coffee round to every office throughout the day. And the MD get, said some very kind words about him, about he never missed a day, um, he was never ill, he was always prompt, he'd always provided a great service to everybody and there was never any complaints about him and he'd served his time well and he was presented with a watch, a watch for it looked like a gold watch. Whether it was a gold watch or not, I don't know. But it was a very, looked a very nice watch. And everybody clapped at the end of the speech from the MD. And obviously people then call for Jacob to say a few words as well. Which is the norm, isn't it? And I thought, well, this will probably be quite a short speech he'll make. But he, he gathered his thoughts and he started speaking. And he started speaking very, very eloquently in very good English, which he'd learnt from his many years working at this office, talking to the various people on various floors. And he spoke about his job and how many years had been 
doing the job. And he would talk about his job in detail, far more detail than what the MD spoke about. He would say, in the morning, I would go around with my trolley and I'd bring you all tea and coffee as you start your day from floor to floor. Usually it was coffee in the morning, he said. Then, at around 11 o'clock, I would bring more tea and coffee because it was the time that you wished to have tea and coffee. There were also requests for more tea and coffee between these times, but I would always be asked to have tea and coffee available and bring round at 11 o'clock. Then at lunchtime, one o'clock, and I was told lunchtime, I would bring more tea and coffee. This was coffee to have with your lunch at lunchtime, which is at one o'clock. Then at about three o'clock time, I was always requested to have the trolley available for more tea and coffee and everyone would usually want usually tea at that time in the afternoon and it would be usually around three but there would be others requesting tea between these times as well and then just before five o'clock I'd always be requested to bring around more coffee and have other refreshments available before the last meetings and before ready to go home. Usually between 4.30 and 5 o'clock, there was requests for this. So we eloquently went through his day, the times he would be serving his tea and his coffee, and how people required their tea and coffee for their morning sessions, for their afternoon sessions, for their lunch sessions, etc. He then went on to talk about his life when he wasn't at work. And when he retires, where he's going to go back to his homeland, where he grew up as a boy. And there he spoke about time as well, but he spoke about time very differently. He didn't talk about the clock and one o'clock and 11 o'clock and three o'clock when refreshments were available. He talked about living in the countryside, on the felt, in the trans sky. And he talked about when the sun started rising, he would get up in the morning as he felt the warmth of the sun rising. When he was thirsty, he would make himself something to drink. And when he was hungry, he would make himself something to eat. And when the sun started going down, he would start getting ready to go to bed. So he spoke about measuring time in a different way. 
He would eat when he was hungry. He would drink when he was thirsty. He would get up when the sun was getting up and he would go to bed when the sun was going down. And he said, this is how life worked as he was growing up as a boy. He then wanted to compare it with his life living in the city where everything worked by a clock. Everything worked by nine o'clock tea, 11 o'clock coffee, one o'clock more tea or coffee with lunch. And he said he could never really understand this method of living in life where everyone was living by a mechanism called a clock or not living by a mechanism in their body as to when they're hungry or when they're sleepy or when they're wide awake or when they're thirsty. And he emphasized this very clearly. And he said as he retires now, he's looking forward to going back to the trans sky where he will go back to living on the land, with the land, with nature, where he'll get up as the sun gets up and he'll eat and drink as and when he needs to and he'll go to bed when the sun comes down. And he said, and he would like to thank everybody for the time they have given him and taught him English and, also, and he'd also like to thank them for the watch he's been given. <laughs> and this brought an immediate silence in that whole room. And he said, this is all something that I will treasure with memory. I will probably never wear it and I'll probably never use it. But I'm about to look at it and it will remind me of how people in the city live their lives. And he got such an applause and he got hugs from the MD downwards from everybody. And he spoke with such eloquence and it moved the room, <clears throat> including myself as a young 25 year old. And it was my first experience in thinking about time. And it was probably one of the most valuable lessons I had for many years afterwards in the company I was with. My immediate boss, the MD, I don't think anybody gave me such a valuable lesson as a young person in management as I got from Jacob on this particular day. I thought this was just a nice story to share with you. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.